welcome to Check Out This Guy, the podcast where you can just imagine all of us wearing uh, cool masks over our heads, because it's the apocalypse, baby. We gotta filter that air. I'm Emery. Pronouns are they, she, he. We're, we're doing gray pollen again, folks. Uh, I'm Morg. My pronouns are they, he. Uh, my desk is squeaking at me. I would uh, not be very successful in the apocalypse because i still need all of these things like these computers and stuff i would just die yeah <laughs> i like to think that i would have some survival skills because i was in scouts but in all likelihood i would just die <laughs> <laughs> i'm Katze. my pronouns are also uh they she he um and i would give myself like a 50 50 chance i would do great Except for the part where sometimes I forget how to breathe properly. Oh no! Mm. I could maybe be okay, because I know people who are better at surviving and stuff, but mm -hmm. it's one of those things where it's like, mm, wouldn't be great. I would not be eating any meat, because my hunting skills are not very good. I can't catch my blind cat sometimes. <laughs> Here's the thing, it's like 14 degrees out today, uh, oh no. I think if it weren't for, uh, if it weren't for, you know, indoor heating, I would be completely fucking dead, is you mean You mean Fahrenheit, I was like, that's, that's such a high, what are you talking about? No, that's- Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's like, that's like a little bit below zero in Celsius. Yeah, that's like- <laughs> Just a tiny bit. It's like 20 Fahrenheit here, um, so it's a little warmer, I guess. Um, I don't know what Fahrenheit translates to, but it's minus 3 where I am, so... It's about minus 7. We're all in the freezing times. 20 degrees is about minus 7, yeah. Yeah. But you guys are in worse freezing times. Um, it's probably not even gonna freeze anymore next week for me. Yeah, my room just uh, is terribly insulated, so I'm kind of suffering oh, no. right now. It's fine. I have a little heater. I just don't like to put it on when I'm recording. Um, but to talk about something completely different, uh, gray pollen, where it's a desert instead of fucking snow. <laughs> I guess. Yes. I guess there is snowy deserts. I guess that's what a tundra is. But you know what I mean. Yeah, it's Wasteland, baby. Uh, so yeah, I think um, last time I feel like I talked mostly about like the world building and uh, a little bit about the characters. Uh, this time I want to like get into the story and like because this is something that just exists in my head, like. I have not written very much of it, and by not very much of it, I mean, like, a few pages of script. Um. I mean, to be fair, even if it's, like, not completely written down, I feel like you've been thinking about it for a while. Yeah, it's been in my brain for a good few years now, and, like, even so, there are parts of it that aren't, like, really fully fleshed out, um... So I'm just, you know, still parts where I might be like, eh, yeah, this, you know, just something sort of happens here. You know how it is. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna, gonna try and do my best to, uh, give a, uh, 
uh, sort of beginning to end accounting of of this story we got here. So uh, to kind of refresh everyone, um, you know, Grey Pollen, it's the post-apocalypse. It's like we got a funny little Mad Max wasteland uh, and the air is super toxic to breathe because of the titular Grey Pollen. Um, we have, uh, Titan Drops and the Grey Titans, uh, which are basically just, uh, fucking big monsters just made of objects and just kind of like the junk that falls off of them, uh, are what people, like, scavenge through to, like, find the stuff they need to, like, survive and, and, and sort of build things up, um... Let's see, we got our characters, we got we got Vermin, who's a funny little opossum, uh, we got Grub, who is a gay little bug boy, uh, we got King Shit, who is a strong, sexy lizard lady, uh, and then um, we got Diamond, who is a, a, a bird, <laughs> um... And then uh, Hellclaw and Hard Eyes are two villains of the piece who are secretly actually the main characters. Um, <laughs> just quickly come in with a wow, those names, I love them. They were, they were Thank amazing. you, yes. I, I, I think I did a pretty good job with the names on these characters. I love giving a character is a name, a name that is just like kind of a one or two word description of them. It's fun. You're like, damn, that is a vermin. And yeah, damn. I think that. So, did you like Warrior Cats as a as a child, or? <laughs> no, I was I was just about to say. I think, I think that convention is like probably mostly inspired by Sonic the Hedgehog. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. You got Sonic because he's fast. You got Tails because he's got two of them. You got Knuckles because he punch. You got Amy because she's Amy. Yeah, precisely. <laughs> it's so clear. Shadow, who is the dark, evil, spooky, but not evil version of Sonic. That's right. And yeah, last time I did talk a lot about how these characters are pretty heavily uh, Sonic-influenced, you know? I kind of wanted to, like, take some of those character archetypes and, and, and fuck around with them, you know? Yeah. Sonic will never have a character named King Shit. Unfortunate, really. Um, I don't remember if you talked about this last time, but which you changed one of the characters, like Animal, recently was. Yeah, I changed Hard Eyes. Um, she used to. Okay, uh, man, I the, the thing is, I went through like five different species for Hard Eyes, not really ever landing on anything in particular, but now I got one that I feel pretty okay about. I, I, you know, I probably won't change it again at this point. So, like, she started off as a wolverine. I tried drawing that, but I couldn't, like, really nail a design that I liked. Uh, then I changed her to a rabbit, then a porcupine, then a pangolin, and now finally I'm like, actually, she's a fucking coyote. She looks oh. like shit. Her She's been cutting her own hair for 12 years, and she she absolutely looks like it. I didn't realize she was a coyote now. I was like, yeah. the last time I heard was, uh, I think, the pangolin, maybe. Yeah, I'm, pre I sh I'm pretty sure I posted about it in Show Us Your Guys at some point. Yeah, you probably did. I just 
for gore. Uh, yeah. So I guess I'll get. I guess I'll just get into the plot then. Um. So you kind of the kind of the thing opens up with a. Uh, with a uh, grub just kind of wandering around and dying in the desert. This is like just after he's been exiled. He's just been, you know, he just kind of landed in the middle of the wasteland with kind of like nowhere to go exactly. So they're just kind of walking until they, you know, until he finds something or dies. And he almost does the latter thing because he just collapses uh vermin comes across him is like hey you're looking kind of like you're dead that's pretty funny uh here you can have some water though uh you're looking a little dead sorry king uh yeah exactly uh yeah right you know this is the part that i have uh you know actually written and you know from what little from what little I've done of it, writing dialogue for vermin is pretty fun because they're they're just a freak. Um, they they just kind of you know kind of my 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 imperative when writing vermin is just make them say things in the funniest way possible. Um, yeah, they seem very um. Shonen protagonisty a little bit. Yeah, I mean, listen, they are they are kind of the 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 Sonic archetype, so there's definitely some of that. Um, the way you describe them it reminds me of the kind of people that I think of. Like, how has no one punched them in the face yet? Uh huh. <laughs> and it's like I wouldn't punch them in the face. But I, I, you hear the things they're saying, and you think someone at some point is gonna punch you in the face. Well, it's harder to punch someone in the face when they're wearing the mask, but you know, <laughs> the mask is actually not because of the pollution; it's because the face is too punchable <laughs> otherwise. Yeah, it's just face armor. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, Grub doesn't need a mask. I remember that. No, yeah, Grub, uh, like, you know, because the, you know, the Grubs are, like, all essentially sort of science experiments, like, you know, trying to create gods, like, they've kind of been, like, genetically uh, tampered with and, like, given treatments so that they can, like, survive in the wasteland without a mask. So, that's, that's Grub's deal, um... They can just breathe without a mask, and Vermin is like, wow, that's weird, you're not from around here, huh? And then just, like, doesn't comment it on it any further than that, despite the fact that Grub is, like, you know, like a being from another world with, you know, that is, uh, kind of has a remarkable and earth-shattering ability just just right there. Vermin is like, oh, huh, that's neat. No thoughts, head empty. Vermin, <laughs> Vermin is pretty dumb, is the thing. Um, <laughs> I assume one of the other, like, hero, quote-unquote, characters probably eventually would comment on it, maybe. Yeah, probably. One of the smarter ones, maybe. <laughs> um, I know you... Yeah. I don't fully remember everything you talked about, but I do remember you sort of went into, like, what the Grub... What it... Like, the, the whole thing was with Grub, kind of... Um, maybe you went into some of the hero stuff a little bit. Yeah. Because you wanted to save, uh, 
Hard Eyes and Hellclaw for the second episode, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, pretty sure I talked about everyone except uh, Hellclaw and Hard Eyes to some extent. Yeah, because um, I was like, I don't know if you talked about Diamond, but maybe I just have a bad memory, too. Yeah, I think we talked a little bit about Diamond. Here's the thing. I don't really have a lot of story for, for Diamond. They're Extremely a little more of a side character. Yeah, it seems like Grub Vermin kind of... I mean, maybe King Shit also, just because I... Maybe just because I like King Shit. So I'm like, yeah, they're a main <laughs> character in my heart. <laughs> What's not yeah, to love no. about Big Buff Lady? Yeah, King King is a little more central. Uh, she she's Vermin's roommate, as we're about to uh, you know about to discover. So you know, Vermin and Grub meet. Uh, you know, Vermin uh is again is pretty fucking dumb. They just found this person dying in the desert. Instead of getting them to shelter, they're like. Hey, I'm gonna. I'm like. I'm like going to a Titan drop to to go look for trash. Uh, do you, do you want to come with me? And Grub is just like, yeah, I don't. I don't have anywhere else to go. So yes. Um. I think dumb people are just happier. <laughs> yeah, Vermin yeah. is thriving. They're doing great. <laughs> God, I wish that were me. Not a care in the world. Exactly. Um. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, they, 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 they go to pick up trash, uh, and, like, they meet, you know, it kind of does the thing that you have to do in the first episode of an anime, where there's just, like, a fight against some jobbers so that the protagonist can show off, uh, the cool <laughs> shit they do. Um, that happens, there's, like, a couple of bandits, uh... Uh, and Vermin just, like, wastes them instantly by, uh, well, doesn't, doesn't, doesn't kill them, but does, I think probably cuts one of their fingers off, uh, just, just kind of shows off that, you know, they can't really be touched by weapons because, uh... Yeah, because of their agility and sort of practiced fighting skill, and also their sort of superpower that just lets them uh, kind of steal everything they touch. Um, How convenient. It is very convenient power for someone who's scavenging. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, then they go back to Vermin's home. Vermin is like, hey, if you, you know, you don't have anywhere to go, I probably should, uh, you know, let you stay the night or something. Or you could just live in my house for, uh, you know, f for indefinite period of time. I'm fine with that. I'm not really thinking about things. Um, Tell me you so don't have you to pay rent without telling me you don't have to pay rent. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you don't, uh, Vermin not thinking about how another mouth to feed, but also Grub probably doesn't need as much. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you know, so they, they get back to the house and, you know, they meet King who raises that exact fucking point. <laughs> like, hello, we don't have enough food for a third person. <laughs> And then grub out. What are you doing? Like, I don't need as much. It's fine. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, we do kind of get uh, introduced to King. Uh, Verm- er, Grub is terrified of her because she's uh, a big buff uh, lizard lady. Um, she's got that intimidating appearance, but you know, she's a lot more chill than Vermin, frankly, so. Love that. <laughs> Uh, one of the things that, uh, that, that Grub actually managed to find while they were at the Titan Drop is a sewing needle. And Vermin is like, holy shit, those are famously hard to find. Can I have it, please? And Grub is like, sure, I don't even know what it's for. So Vermin kind of like, uh, just is like, hey, I have this, uh, this, uh, this cloak that got pretty torn up. I'm gonna show you how I fix it using this needle and thread. And so, you know, they just kind of like have a quiet little scene together where Vermin is like stitching up this cloak and uh, it's it's and then Grub is just like, oh, I'm extremely fucking gay for this uh, stinky little trash boy. I'm not gonna lie. Um, If I was in a post-apocalyptic world and someone offered to fix my clothes for me and then did that, I would also instantly fall in love. Yeah. It's just a skill that I find very sexy. Grub finding uh-huh. out that he's a morosexual. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that 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 ent- entire chapter is primarily about like introducing the characters like we got vermin, you know, they are someone who extremely doesn't think things through and just kind of goes on their, you know, first instinct, but you know, they're 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 a kind person, you know. They get they get into fights very quickly, but also like they'll they'll they'll, you know, they they try not to kill, kill anyone if they can help it. And Grub, who is just this ball of anxiety who is doing his best, uh, even though he should probably be dead. And then there's King, who's just like, all right, I'm all a little over this, but, you know. Uh, so then we also get introduced to the villains, because there is a, uh, basically a shipment of food and supplies going out from the, uh, uh, town that, that, that Vermin lives on the the outskirts of and it gets attacked by bandits like including the two guys who uh uh vermin kicked the asses of earlier and uh leading the um like leading this uh sort of small army of bandits is uh a funny little guy called hellclaw who decided to name uh himself hellclaw for some reason um cuz it's a cool name that's the reason <laughs> at least he thinks so uh and um and Tardis, who is seemingly sort of his uh, second in command, we'll learn more about them both. But for now, it's just like you know, they 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 fucking uh, fucking flip over this truck, uh, and Hellclaw is like, okay, just like we take what we need, we kill the drivers, we burn everything else. And Tardis is like, whoa, hold up, we. We don't need to kill anyone here. That's kind of not what we do. But then Hellclaw is like, actually, I'm the one who uh, gives orders and decides things. So uh, please kill those two innocent people for me, actually. And uh, and they do. 
Shit. I, I mean, yeah. Uh, Hard Eyes is still very much like, I'm against this. Hey, actually, no, what are you doing with that axe? No, fucking stop. Uh, but yeah. Has this been like, not something Hellclaw has done before then? Oh yeah, is this the first murder? It would seem that way. Damn, baby's first murder. Baby's first murder. Unless there's something in Hellclaw's past where they may where where he may have caused uh several deaths who could say um let's find out about that let's find out about that so chapter two i kind of just like not a lot happens in chapter two it's you know first chapter was an introduction to the characters second chapter is more of an introduction to the town itself. I don't think I've settled on like an actual name for the town. Um, but you know, they they just kind of go around. They see where the food comes from. They sort of see like you know how, uh, yeah. Grub gets introduced to like this 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 sort of farming town. Like we it, we kind of go around and see like okay, here's how we sort of make a little little sort of anarcho-communist society work in the post-apocalypse where everything we you know everything we have basically has to be uh like salvaged and restored and also like there's fucking poison everywhere in the air and water so we have to like be very careful about filtering it out and you know just like protecting our crops and shit um uh yeah so uh Grub is kind of like, wow, I actually kind of really like it here. I kind of want to just, like, live in this place and contribute to the community. Uh, so he decides to become a farmer, and that's nice for him. Yeah. And then we, you know, cut back to the bandits. Um, Hard Eyes confronts Hellclaw and is like, hey, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that earlier? Uh we really don't do that. Like, we really only kill people in, like, out of self-defense or necessity. That was, like, that was completely uncalled for. I don't like this direct- I don't like this bold new direction you're going in, homie. Um, and Hellclaw is like, whatever, who gives a shit? Uh, I've already killed- you know, I already killed, like, an entire town. Like, what do you care? What- you know- None of this really fucking matters. Um, and Hard Eyes is like, genuinely, that wasn't your fault. Like, like, yeah, all those people died. I don't, I think you're being a little too, uh, hard on yourself there. Um, yeah. And then Hellclaw is just like, well, I fucking wanted them to die and they did. So actually, actually, I think I did do it. Like, he manifested it. He manifested it, um, and also, like, hey, what are you defending me about? Like, didn't you have fucking parents in that town? What happened to them, huh? Want to tell me about that? Um, so, yeah, and Hard Eyes is just kind of like, well, I, you know, fuck, I still think, I still think we shouldn't kill people now, actually. Yeah, it's like you don't have to add to the pile of death. Yeah, exactly. 
so then uh chapter three it, we 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 kind of cut uh to a different place and perhaps a different time Ooh. uh so we are in the town of prosperity and kind of the uh the the narrative shifts focus to be like from the perspective of uh, a young child and this child is having like a very melodramatic monologue of like uh, sort of describing the power that they've had since, um, you know, since they were, um, you know, ba- basically as long as they remember. Um, so they're 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 sort of saying like, "Oh, I've always had this power. Um, anything I touch can be uh, can be." multiplied seemingly without limit like they can basically create infinite copies of of anything you know sort of the last object they have touched but then also this power comes with a curse because you know anytime they cut touch a copy of something that they made then all the copies will disappear except that one interesting so we see how kind of like uh how this town that they lived in called prosperity and it's called that because hey they basically have infinite resources like in a post-apocalyptic world where like things are really really hard to come by like oh if you can just like make infinite solar panels just by having this one kid uh touch them or you know then you're kind of fucking good to go um you know it still takes like a lot of you know labor and hours but like as far as materials are concerned you're basically covered um that's so crazy. Can you not just like copy the one time like oh you made a solar panel fully formed and then they touch it and duplicate how it looks that way or is it only the material that duplicates? Um it, if you haven't thought about it that's fine. I I was just yeah, basically they need like a complete working solar panel, but if they touch that then they can just make like a hundred copies at once or something like that. That's so fucking broken. Like, yeah, I guess not because they have the curse, but like on the outside that seems like really fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, here's the thing, it kind of makes this, uh, it kind of makes this town, uh extremely fucking wealthy in like uh in in post-apocalyptic terms but like as the the sort of wealth and material conditions of this town improve like the child just becomes like more and more alienated from it because it's like oh you can't walk into this building actually because all the bricks uh were created by you um <coughs> oh you can't play uh with these other kids because ooh all their toys uh you can't touch them uh you know just uh yeah just you know going through scenes like that um omelas ass <laughs> yeah and then we 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 kind of see this child becoming like increasingly alienated and increasingly like bitter and angry at the town um and then kind of we 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 cut to a scene of like the the 
child being reprimanded by the town's mayor and we you know we learn that this is because uh oh they uh, fucking uh wanted to do a little prank out of their uh sort of uh anger and uh resentment uh so they touched a solar panel and the entire fucking power grid went out uh <laughs> don't you just hate when you make a little oopsie yeah, a little, little oopsie. Um, so the mayor is, like, super fucking pissed about it. Is like, hey, you caused so much trouble for everyone, you shitty little kid. How could you have done this? You need to make those solar panels come back right now. And the kid is like, I fucking hate you. How about no? Um, I can't believe you've done this. So they just go to jail. They they go to little tiny baby jail, and like the mayor is like, "Okay, you can stay in your room until you think of, until you've thought about what you've done." And you, uh, this fucking sucks. Uh, obviously, this isn't uh, doing anything to uh, to help the child's uh, feelings of anger and uh, alienation. They're just like, wow, you just you you know, even if I do what you want, you'll still probably just keep me in here because you would love it if I can just like create uh, infinite resources for you and then just like never uh, ever be you know never like be a danger to you by 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 ever interacting with the things that i've created you know and then so the town is kind of like working to restore power uh and then there's uh an even bigger crisis because fucking uh-oh uh-oh sisters there's a gray titan just kind of sauntering towards that their prosperity um and kind of the thing about Grey Titans, they're really fucking big, and they don't really seem to have, like, any consciousness or, like, awareness about the world around them. So if they're walking towards a town, they're just gonna walk through the town and quite possibly crush everything in it. Uh, so ever, you know, so the town is kind of like, you know... Uh, the thing is, like, they live under, like, a giant glass dome, which was, you know, possible to create because of, like, um, you know, because of, like, the child's, like, creating, you know, enough fucking glass to, uh, to, to make it happen, um, and, and, like, consequently, like, they don't actually have a lot of masks in the town, because, you know, people can just kind of, like, walk around in the open, um, you know, the mayor is, like, running around trying to, like, uh, sort of, um, well, actually before that, they're, the, you know, they're seen sort of, like, chasti chastising this, uh, this older kid, this, like, militia member who is, like, in trouble for, for starting a fight, and they're sort of, like, uh, hey, should you even be in the militia? Like, are, are you... You don't seem old enough, and the 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 kid is like, "Well, fucking whatever. I can't make I can't make money as a scavenger anymore because you know everything. You know we can just have infinite copies of of everything. So like, you don't really you don't really need me to uh to 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 pick up trash. So you know I can fight. So I joined the militia. That's the fucking thing I did. So." 
Um, you know, so then like news comes that the that the Titan is headed their way and the mayor is just like, all right, you know, you want to be you know, you want to stop being in so much trouble. Uh, here's the first uh, act of community service you can do. Uh, take this mask to the child that we've got in our little child prison and uh, and get some copies out of out of them. And it's like, hey, this child's been pretty uncooperative lately. Um, you know, they might they might not want to make the copies. So, you know, you can just like, uh, you know, you know, just just kind of like do what you have to wink, wink. And the, the older kid is just like, yeah, sure. Torture a child, whatever. Um, so they like fucking go down to the child prison and then it's and then they kind of have this moment where it's like, oh, shit. They really put a fucking kid in prison, didn't they? I don't feel so good about that. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, you know, the the older kid who's like 16 or like 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 a teenager and the younger kid who I, I kind of imagine as being around 10, like the older kid is just like trying to talk to them and... Um, you know, they're, they're like fucking, you know, the, the younger kid is just like super fucking pissed off, just like not having it. Um, and when the older kid is like, Hey, I need to make you to make copies of this mask. The, the, the fucking, the younger kid just like has a fucking, just starts having like a screaming fit about it. Like if I, if I make you those masks, then there won't be one for me. Oh. And the older kid is like, oh, shit, wait. No, 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 no. It's all good. Listen, you can have my mask. And uh, they pull it out and it's the hard eyes mask. Um, so I wonder what that means. Couldn't possibly be anything. Um, Couldn't be anything. So then, like... You know, after this, like, the mayor shows up and is like, hey, what's the fucking hold up? We need those masks yesterday. And the older kid is like, hey, they they don't want to do it. I don't think it's a good idea to, to try and force it out of them. Uh, you know, maybe we should, like, give this kid a little space and, like, not put the uh, survival of the entire town on their shoulders. Uh, and, um... The mayor is just like, no, fuck you. Uh, I'm, I'll, 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 I'll fucking, uh, I'll get those masks even if I have to like pick up the kid and shake them. No, don't shake the kid. So the the older kid is like, actually, fuck you. I'm gonna kick your ass if you try that. Uh, and um, yeah, we find out that the older kid also has a a power. Uh, where um. They can basically uh, sort of um, propel any object that they touch. Like, they can just kind of, like, oh, let's go. sort of force push it forward. And, like, anything that they force push just, like, has an invisible or, like, an unbreakable string connected to it that they can sort of um, lengthen and shorten at will. So they can kind of, like, just, you know kind of turn anything into like a tethered uh like projectile basically non-stoppable force and uh so they like have a grappling hook that they just like fucking meteor hammer swing at at the mayor and uh 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 kind of uh 
you know, just fucking doink her on the head, doink them on the head and and then make a run for it. Um, oh, I fucking forgot to say earlier, like the um, the 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 mask that the that the mayor gave to the militia kid to uh, get copies of. That's the Hellclaw mask. Uh, so the other kid is just like fucking puts the Hellclaw mask on the younger kid and they fucking run out of there. Um, so now it's kind of becoming, uh, clearer who is actually who in this situation. Um, you know, older kid is wearing the hard eyes mask, younger kid is wearing the Hellclaw mask. So they just run out of town and, uh, and, you know, they, they sort of look back and see the glass dome getting smashed behind them. And like, they run into a handful of people who like do have masks and, um, manage to evacuate the town, but it's like not a lot of people, especially uh, compared to uh, how many there were just like in the town as a whole. And they're all like, hey, wasn't that kid supposed to make uh, fucking masks for the entire rest of the town? Uh, what what happened to that? You, you, we, uh, it kind of seems like everyone died because of you. And, uh, and hard eyes is just like all right fuck you we're we're going to get out of here like there's clearly nothing left for either of us here this is a terrible fucking place and actually maybe everyone should be dead i don't care um so they just kind of leave and uh kind of become nomads uh going from town to town and eventually uh turn to banditry to uh to to make ends meet and um and yeah so 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 that's kind of where those two are coming from and now like they're both a lot older um and hard eyes is kind of starting to be like well maybe it was actually a bad fucking decision to just uh take this small child like away from any uh sort of society where you know they 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 might have been able to exist um maybe actually uh fucking cynical mythanthropic uh teenage me made a pretty bad fucking decision that uh i didn't make a good follow-through on um and now this uh now this fucking kid i've been taking care of has become a murder sicko oh Oops. no hate when that happens not the murder sicko that's kind of the bulk of chapter three chapter four uh the 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 bandit leader is just like you know what you know i'm kind of doing the whole murder sicko thing maybe i'll just attack this uh this town for no reason you know we we got some good supplies out of them uh when we just knocked over that truck maybe uh maybe we should actually just kind of stroll in there and 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 take even more so and, uh, they're, you know, so he's, you know, so Hard Eyes is like, we don't need to do that at all. Like, we we can and should just leave. And Hellclaw is like, no, this is what we're doing. I've made my decision. Uh, you can either help me or fuck off. And 
Hard Eyes is like, well, shit, despite everything, you still are, like, the only family that I really have at all, so, uh, yeah, I guess I'm doing this, actually. Um, and meanwhile, back in the town, um, uh, Diamond assigns, uh, Vermin, King, and Grub to be the, um, uh, escorts of this, uh, of this new supply truck that they're sending out because it's like, hey, we've got these guys with superpowers who can all fight and their weird little bug friend. I guess, I guess, I guess he can come along too. Um, so yeah, and then Hellclaw sort of anticipates this and is like, yeah, they're probably going to send out, like, the fighters of the town to, like, guard this next shipment. When You know, we know they're sending more stuff out. Like, we, we you know, um, me and Hard Eyes will just, like, intercept the truck. The rest of you, like, go raid the town. So then there's just, like, a lot of fighting ensues. Um, you know, it's kind of like the townsfolk versus the bandits. And then, like... You know, further away from everything, it's uh, it's 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 Vermin and King versus uh, Hellclaw and Hard Eyes, and um, King and Hard Eyes kind of like fight to a standstill. Um, like King is just like really strong and has tough scales and can kind of shrug off basically anything that Hard Eyes throws at them, but like also King is is more of a close range fighter and can't really uh land any hits on uh on Hard Eyes, who is like mostly projectile based and also, you know, pretty agile. Um so, you know, eventually like Hard Eyes just like uh I think, like, throws the entire supply truck at King, and King just, like, uh, just, like, fucking, fucking stances up and, like, deflects it as, as it's coming at them. They just kind of, like, push it out of the way, uh, and, and off to the side. And Hard Eyes is like, well, ugh, I think I have to, like, reconsider. All my life decisions to this point. I think I fucked up pretty bad, actually. What am I doing here, actually? Can we have a truce? Um, He's trying to figure out, like, hmm, how do I get that old save file back? So, King is just like, yeah, sure, whatever. We can do that. Just fucking don't trick me. And then, like, meanwhile, uh, Vermin and Hellclaw are fighting. They're both, like, the fast, agile type. Like, they can both, like, throw shit and have it do devastating stuff. Like, Hellclaw, just because, like, he can throw his spear and make a million copies of it. Um, and Vermin, just because, like, they can throw their knife and then, like, switch it with a big rock or a car or something kind of bad for both of them if it uh becomes a ranged fight so they're both sort of like very conscious of like you know keeping within the right range of each other um you know and also like they can both just do moves where they steal your weapon like vermin obviously can just like re recall anything that they touch to their hands so like if they you know manage to graze a hit then they can just steal your weapon um 
Hellclaw can essentially do the same thing, where in, but instead of like returning it directly, they can just like make copies of the thing and then grab a copy, and suddenly, you know, he has it and you don't. So they 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 have a fight where you know, kind of both of their powers are making things very complicated for both of them, and um, until like eventually, uh, uh. Until eventually, uh, Hellclaw, like, lands a hit, stabs Vermin in the side, and then, and then Vermin, uh, does, uh, their sort of one-hit kill move that they've been reluctant to use at this point, where it's like, hey, remember earlier when I punched you in the face? Um, your mask is mine now. Oh, no. So, uh, so Hellclaw is kind of like left without a mask. Um, and there's this, uh, there's this huge dust storm actually that's, that's, um, that's been going on, which is like kind of how the, uh, you know, bandits were, were, were able to approach this town unseen with like the, um, with, uh, with the cover of the dust storm. Um, and like all that wind is 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 like kicking up a lot of pollen, so uh Hellclaw starts dying immediately, and right away Vermin is like, Oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, maybe I actually don't want this person to die. They 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 kind of did some rough stuff, but uh you know I, you know, frankly, honestly, if I'm being real with myself, that was a pretty good fight, and this seems like a bad way to end it, so I'm gonna try to save their life. Um, so he, like, fucking pops the helmet back on, uh, back on Hellclaw as, like, he's, as he's, like, suffocating and dying and, like... Uh, basically, like, runs him back to town just to, like, try and get him some medical attention. Uh, you know, meanwhile, the, uh, the townsfolk are, are fighting the bandits, and, you know, turns out, like, just surviving in the apocalypse in general, you're, you're just, like, you kinda gotta pick up some fighting skills as a matter of necessity. So actually, like, the townspeople are, like, holding their own pretty well. They've got Diamond leading them, and, you know, and Diamond, like, with their power can, can, can kind of, like, reinforce everyone's clothing and basically turn it into armor. So they're actually doing pretty well for themselves. Um, you know, the, 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 the five others, they, like, make it back, like, they, you know, they, 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 they get Hellclaw to the town doctor, who is kind of like, wow, you, uh, you want me to treat this asshole, huh? You know, the, 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 the one who, um, killed my brother, the truck driver earlier, that's, um, you really want me to do that, huh? You think, you think this guy is worth it, you know, spending, uh, our limited medical resources on someone who is probably gonna die anyway, and, uh, also, uh, killed someone pretty fucking important to me personally. And Vermin is just like, I mean, yeah, can we do that? <laughs> and, um, and then Hard Eyes kind of makes an appeal like, please, uh, you know, I know we've made some mistakes, but this is, this is someone really important to me. I, just please do something. Um, and the doctor is actually like, yeah, okay, I guess it is kind of my job and everything. 
Maybe, so I'll do it anyway. You sure do owe me a big fucking favor, though. Um, uh, so Hellclaw, like, gets medical attention, is, you know, is, is dying less now, um, is actually managing to recover a little bit, um, meanwhile, Hard Eyes is just like, how fucking dare you, uh, steal, steal Hellclaw's mask? Um, that's a fucked up thing to do to a person, and Vermin is just like, yeah, you know what? I agree with you. I acknowledge that. Uh, and Hard Eyes is just like, shit, hard to be mad at you. You're kind of just a dumb little idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty stressed about my, my, my best friend being dying, so. It's like, Hard Eyes, my dude, you, you killed some people. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Uh, yeah, so then, um, like, Hellclaw and Hard Eyes kind of have a moment where Hellclaw is like, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry for being so fucked up lately. I, you know, I feel really bad about the, uh, the, the, the time I, I kind of, uh, made an entire town die. Um, I don't feel great about that. Uh, I think maybe I've been trying to become the kind of person who, uh, wouldn't care about that and feel an immense amount of guilt about it. Um. Sorry about the murder. I was going through some things. But you know what? That's probably, uh, been worse actually um so and 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 hard eyes is like yeah i think it was also probably bad of me to uh force a child to like become a wandering nomad and a bandit uh that was that was my fault honestly i actually you should be pretty pissed off at me and hellclaw is just like well, I can't, because you're the only person who ever gave a shit about me or treated me like a person. So, you know, their friendship is reaffirmed. They're important mm -hmm. to each other. They're, you know, we, 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 we love a fraught but uh, caring friendship, you know? They're going through it. They're going through it. And then we find that a big fucking titan is walking at the town. We didn't see it earlier because of the dust storm, but uh, oh boy, it's there. Um, this is just like what happened with Prosperity. Yeah, it's like Flashback um, City. <laughs> and so it's like, all right, shit, we gotta, we gotta get this place evacuated. We gotta, we gotta, um, we gotta get everyone out of here. Start packing up your things, and then like, you know, Hellclaw like fucking storms out of their uh sort of sick bedroom, and 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 he's like, no, everyone fucking stay where they are, and it's like, uh, homie. What are you doing? Why are you saying this? And Hellclaw is just like, oh, we're definitely gonna kill that Titan. <laughs> um Uh so yeah, at first everyone is like, that isn't like a thing that you do. Yeah, did you see how big they are? And Hellclaw is like, I don't care, we're gonna stop it. Like, we're gonna do whatever we have to do. Uh so uh basically uh the 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 six uh the six uh sort of main characters they 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 put their heads together and what they do is um uh basically uh king and um king and diamond take the sewing needle from earlier and make it basically big and indestructible uh you know meanwhile um 
Meanwhile, Hard Eyes and Vermin uh, fucking suit up to uh, basically grappling hook climb their way up the uh, up the up the side of the Titan so that they can uh, like hit it from above. And then basically, uh, what they do is um, Vermin uses their power to recall the giant needle. Uh, yeah, like first, uh, uh, fucking Hard Eyes uses her grappling hooks to fucking like launch them off the top, the Titan, in you know, off the top of the Titan into the air, and then Vermin like recalls the needle to their hand, and Hard Eye uses their power to um, fucking just fire it like a projectile and then like at the exact right moment uh the fucking needle multiplies into like a million giant indestructible needles uh from uh hellclaw's power and that actually is enough to take the titan down and it's like oh shit we did it but also and uh you know hard eyes just like barely manages to 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 make a soft landing by uh kind of redirecting momentum with, like, grappling hooks and, like, uh... <clears throat> uh, and, and, and their indestructible strings, um... You know, then then they all go back to Vermin's house to celebrate, but uh-oh, uh, Vermin takes off, you know, off their shirt to, uh, you know, go in the decontamination showers, because that's what you have to do before you go inside, and uh, they're covered with blood, because remember how they got stabbed earlier? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Vermin sure forgot about it. His body didn't. That's still bleeding. Uh, so yeah, so it actually, um... They don't have sutures or anything, so actually Hard Eyes ends up sewing them up by by using the needle and uh, uh, some of their, you know, some of the uh, indestructible string created by their power. Um, uh, so, you know, and then everyone's doing fine, and, uh, and uh, it's kind of like Hard Eyes and Hellclaw are like, well, m- you know... We we did some bad things, but also like kind of uh going back to the nomad bandit lifestyle doesn't seem right at this point. Uh maybe we 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 actually stay here and try helping the people of this town, even though like we uh killed some of them earlier, but we also saved them, so maybe we can kind of live with that complexity and uh try to continue atone to atone for what we've done instead of just uh just running away from it and you know that's that's kind of where that leg of the story ends i know there's like i do you know i do have i, I <coughs> ideas beyond that that i want to use but um yeah that's 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 kind of the main thrust of of what i've got planned out so far yeah i was like where's grub during all of this uh grub is um Grub, you useless gay. <laughs> no. I'm just yeah, Grub is a useless gay, frankly. Um, <laughs> you know. Also, they tried to sort of intervene in 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 the fight uh, uh, between um, between Hellclaw and Vermin. It didn't go super well for them. Um, yeah. Yeah, mostly being useless and gay, frankly. Uh, they, uh, you know, 
We, you know, during that fight, we do kind of learn that they have like an incredibly powerful uh, ability where they can just shoot fucking lasers down from the sky. But actually, it turns out that being able to do that isn't really at all very practical and kind of <laughs> is, you know, isn't super good for uh, like a one v one fight where uh, you're, you, you know, you, you you're kind of trying not to kill anyone. <laughs> I feel like that would be helpful with the Titan, though. Yeah, you know, I think I think they do probably, you know, provide a little bit of support during the uh, the the Titan fight. They can maybe like fucking. They can't really do enough damage to like. They can't really, you know, even with their super powerful lasers, they can't like do a significant amount of damage to the Titan. But I think they can provide some support with their power, you know? I like the idea that, like, maybe it's not as strong if they're trying to use it more than once a day or something. Like, they're, like, a caster. Like, they have a lot yeah. of, like, caster vibes, right? Like, where they're, yeah. like, kind of magical but, like, wimpy at the moment and then they'll, like, exponentially get better as the story goes, just because, like, they have that potential. Uh, not to write your story or anything, that's yeah, just the no. vibe they give off. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah, I think you and I think like I, yeah, I I I I haven't entirely decided what I want to do with um with grub. I think like I think kind of their their function is like as 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 kind of a, a an, an audience surrogate to like learn about the 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 whole wasteland world and like i think their um their own sort of development is 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 something i'd i'd like to explore in like a further storyline but i don't exactly know what uh what what shape that's going to take yet but yeah you know they're kind of just there being gay and useless and you know what i like that for them <laughs> sometimes you know Sometimes you just are. I was just like, are they a damsel in distress? But like, no, they don't actually get ca captured or anything. No. At least not no, yet. They just, they're just vibing. They're just, just vibing. They're just like, I don't know, man. Just being gay, falling in love with vermin, falling in love with Hellclaw, you know. Oh no! <laughs> Living the life. My thought was, if I was like doing, you know, if I was like, in the future, when you, like, produce this and it's, like, out there, and I'm like, wow, I'm in the Grey Pollen fandom. I'm just <laughs> like, you know, there's gonna be, like, ship fights between Grub Helicon, <laughs> Grub Berman, but then all of the really smart, big brain people are gonna be like, obviously it's Hard Eyes and King Shit. That's the <laughs> ship. They literally fought each other and were like, we decided to have a truce, because we're fucking both really strong duh we're both really strong and really tired really strong really tired and extremely <laughs> yeah. gay like <laughs> what more do you want <laughs> the big brains with the like you know because uh, on like ao3 uh, like the the ff ships tend to be a little bit smaller unless you're in like very specific fandoms so to be like, to be fair to AO3 on that one, shows tend to forget to give their female characters some personality. That's <sighs> true. Which I don't think is gonna be an issue with, with Great Pollen. <laughs> no, I I'm 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 excited. This is like a great like first arc of the story, you know? <laughs> I'm just like <gasps> 
wow, the the group is coming together. <laughs> yeah. They all got a little bit of trauma. It's really complicated Yay. and traumatic. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I I am trying to go for like sort of an essay two thing where you kind of like start off with like the hero's perspective and the villain's perspective, and then they kind of come together in the end. And it's like, oh no, uh, there's probably going to be a lot of tension between the town and Hellclaw Hard Eyes for a while. Yeah. But it's like, well, maybe if they can kill a few more giant titans, maybe they can make up for the, the murders. <laughs> Exactly. Maybe. Yeah, and also like in 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 further arcs, I kind of want to get into like the more sort of um, like cosmic horror angel dimension sort of thing where uh, where 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 Grub comes from. Um, I love yes. that vibe. Yes, yes, yes. I like that this like the first one. It's like very grounded, even though there's like this weirdo, strange Grub. It's still mm-hmm. like fairly grounded because it's like. We got to introduce you to these guys and their traumas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Initially. Like, maybe we don't know everything about, like, vermin yet, because, like, they just seem like a happy-go-lucky, but, like... Yeah. There's probably something there. Yeah, like, I definitely have a backstory for uh, vermin and king in mind. They definitely have their own trauma. Uh, yeah. You know. I'm also very interested about what happens to the, like other bandits when Hellclaw mm-hmm. and Hard Eyes like are like we're gonna not be bandits now we're gonna like try to make up to this town like do the other bandits are they just like that's cool or are they like fuck you we're leaving or do they like try to trash the place I haven't decided yet it's very <laughs> interesting it could be split because there could be a couple yeah and that's fun too it's like exactly how yeah. much do you want them to be characters Versus. Which drama do you want them to create? Yeah, there's there's definitely a lot that I need to flesh out, both in terms of, like, the bandits and the townsfolk, because I want to have, like, you know... You know, yeah, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna have like a a, a bigger cast of of side characters to kind of like give the town more of a personality. You know, the fact I'm even asking these questions though means I'm invested, which is like good, 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 a big thing oh, yeah. because I haven't even fucking like read this or whatever. Like you're just telling me about this and I'm already invested. Mm-hmm. It's like huge. Hell yeah, I God, some of these one of these days. I'm going to actually write this fucking thing. Writing is so hard, though. Writing is super hard. Every time I write a line of dialogue, I'm like, does that suck? Does that sound like something a person would actually say, or is it actually just awful? You get to the actual writing. I I keep forgetting to put words on paper. Like I said, not a lot of actual written material (laughs) exists. Like, less than the first chapter. Like, the first couple of scenes. Super valid. If you ever want, like, a beta reader. (laughs) Hell yeah. Hit me up. Yeah, I would I would love to hear your takes on it if 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 I actually commit to fucking writing any of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. I also just like the potential for, like, side guys, because I could just be like, hey, what if you just made this guy in the background? And it's cool. Mm-hmm. Especially because you've talked about uh, 
maybe running some kind of like small like past campaign sort of set in the same yeah. gray pollen. Yeah, I, I I would I would love to run a tabletop RPG uh in the gray pollen setting. I don't want it to have anything to do with like the established characters or or storyline though. Mm. Yeah, I understand that. Could it be in this village still though, or whatever? Or would mm, it be somewhere could be. else? Do you think? It would be somewhere else okay. for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's cool though. Like we're out doing our own thing; they're doing their own thing. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe you'll get like ideas for one from the other though. Like if Ooh. you end up like running it, you're like, oh, okay. So the 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 player characters are bringing interesting like. Uh, setting elements just by talking through it, and you could maybe include it into your story a little bit and be like, okay, this might yeah. work here. Or like, oh, maybe there's a relative in this town that's related to like some random relative, you know, like, or like a bandit that's been to both towns, you know? Yeah, I think it would be really, yeah, what I intend to do, and I think this is going to be really cool, I want to like build the, 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 town in the tabletop setting uh sort of collaboratively using the game um did somebody say street magic and yeah uh, yeah that's kind of one that lets everyone sort of work together to come up with like npcs and um and and locations and yeah i think that would be i think that would be really cool i think there's like a ton of like potential ideas to be gained from that yeah absolutely and I think there could be a lot of, like, ideas bouncing back and forth between your story setting and the game setting. For sure, for sure. That I would be excited about. <laughs> yeah. No, this is so cool, though. I'm keeping Elvira up really late, I just realized. So do we want to wrap it up? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't want to say anything because I was like, I'm super interested in this and I want to hear more. But also, yeah, I maybe need to go to sleep. I just get very excited about, I, I don't know, people's stories. Yeah, you, no, I, I get it because I was also sitting here like, oh, I'm tired. But also, this is super interesting. I want to keep <laughs> listening to it. <laughs> All right. Uh Thank you for being interested. I'm, uh, I'm, 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 I'm glad that I've been, uh, been entertaining instead of just kind of talking to myself for the, <laughs> for the past hour. Uh, what are everyone's plugs? You can find me at Haunting the Morgue on Tumblr and Blue Sky. You can find me at Gengar on Co-host. You can find me on my other podcast, uh, The Sonic Hustle, a. Oh, holistic sonic lore podcast because it's not random anymore there's complete and holistic sonic lore podcast i think that's the tagline um and we're doing a lot of sonic adventure 2 right now yay speaking of sa2 <laughs> uh we just uh finished our recording on the hero mode so that'll come out at some point um yeah that's kind of it for me you can find me on a bunch of social media, but I usually forget they exist. So the best place to find me is matroomcouton.tumblr.com. 
and I have no other podcast or no other project. So super easy. We love having no other projects. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm also on a podcast called We Rate Queer Bait, um, where we explore the blurry line between homie and homo. Unfortunately. Uh, I'm, Unfortunately. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am on a let's play that Dan is making oh, of yeah. um of the video game Small Saga, oh. uh, which also features a uh, past guest and friend of the show Patrick. Um, I'm also on an upcoming audio drama pilot. Uh, big news about that. Re recently that I'm not actually allowed to talk about, but uh, get your hopes up. Uh, look forward to it. Um, I'm also on for Affinity with the username Space Robot. I'm taking commissions. Uh, you can get in touch with me about that uh, over Discord or spacerobotart at gmail.com I think that's it for me. Uh, this podcast, uh, we're on the social media collectively as well uh, at um, check, check out this guy on Tumblr and co-host. Uh, this is also part of the noisespace.xyz network. Thank you to Matt GameCube for, uh, for generously hosting us. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's, think that's about everything. Um, until uh, next time, uh, fall in love with a stinky little trash boy. Hell yeah. Please. We need it. Us stinky trash boys need love, too. <laughs> 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 Bye, everyone. Bye. Goodbye.